Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. What a combo. And last night, what a combo between Kirk Cousins and Jordan Addison. That was the key in a big upset victory over the 49ers. The 49ers were about a six-point favorite, six and a half, I think, at one point. And the Vikings took it to them. Two fourth-quarter interceptions from Brock Purdy is part of the story. The other is what the Vikings did to the 49ers' defense on third down. They were amazing on third down. 7 for 11 Kirk Cousins threw for 378 yards on the game, but 183 of those came just on third down alone, including an incredible pass to Jordan Addison uh, that he wrestles away from the cornerback, Traverius Ward, and runs 60 yards into the end zone right as the half was expiring. It gave the Vikings a massive lift. Yeah, I mean, that was that was fluky. There's The, the Vikings last year, all the flukes worked out for them, including that crazy win over the Bills. Last year, sorry, Maggie, yeah, but that was fluky. And early in the season, the luck did not work out for the Vikings. They finally started losing fluky games. Guess what? They're back to winning fluky games. <laughs> and Hooray. just the way this works out, not only are they not tanking, they are going to the playoffs again. Wow. Kirk Cousins How do you is good. Playoffs, though. But you can't avoid this. So next week is a big, big game at Green Bay. It's on the grass at Lambeau. This is not ideal. But Green Bay's so down right now. I feel like Green Bay's closer to a tanking team than at Atlanta, New Orleans, at Denver, Chicago, Vegas. I mean, come on. Yeah, there this are is, wins here. I'll, this I'll, is I'll you that. the easiest. They actually rank 24th in the league in easiest strength of schedule. Then at Cincinnati, tough. Detroit, I think that's a toss-up in Minnesota. Green Bay and Detroit, I think they got 10 wins on the schedule. And that's probably going to get you in. The NFC... You're not going to need as many wins at the AFC because you have the Cowboys and the Eagles. Then you have the Niners and Seahawks. Then it's a free-for-all of middling teams. And the Vikings are as middling as they come. (laughs) So they could end up on top of that list because of the easy schedule. Okay. Now, that would be an achievement. You start the season 0-3 and and then you make the playoffs. Uh, No one would take anything away from a team that's able to do that. I just ask you, like, if you're going to do that and you're going to end up making the playoffs, then just re-sign Cousins. Like, you what are you going to do? You need a quarterback for the future. You've got these young weapons, Jordan Addison, Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson. You have these young weapons, but Kirk is 35, isn't he? Like at some point you have to move on, but they're not going to have a high enough draft pick to get one of the premier quarterbacks out of college. So you sign him for a, give me an amount of years for Kirk Cousins. Give him another one year deal. We've been going one year deal to one year deal. Give him another 45 million for one year. Or How do you know he'll do that? Because he might get, I don't know, Kyle Shanahan or some Kyle Shanahan and acolyte might sign him to longer term. Okay, wait a minute. So you might get in a market with Kirk Cousins. Hold on a second. 
we can't be having the Brock Purdy is the greatest yeah. thing since sliced bread situation and that conversation. Uh, and then also say, well, maybe Kirk Cousins could be replacing him in San Francisco. That's, I, that can't happen. I said, or Kirk or Kyle Shanahan mentee. <laughs> okay. There's a possibility. So the Vikings might have to pay up because he's on the open market. So you might have to do four years, honestly, oh, because there might be some NFC South team that needs a quarter, like say Tampa Bay. So I'm not sure a one-year deal is going to happen. Okay, but then, so then last night could have been one of the worst things that happens for you. Uh, Weirdly, because if you had been a tanking team, I don't know if they're bad enough to tank to get Caleb Williams and the number one overall pick, but you could have started selling off some pieces, Danielle Hunter, yeah. others, and you could have taken this thing in that direction. Now you, you're right. You've breathed life back into this team. Yeah. And you saw that, you know, they, there are a lot of wins on the schedule, at least on paper. I mean, the reality is this is definitely a down division with no Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. in it. So they have a chance to have sustained success. How about you keep Cousins, but you draft somebody at 25? Or, you know, if they draft, say Bo Nix falls to the 20s. Mm-hmm. Say they get him at 23. Will anyone notice if Bo Nix is the quarterback next year <laughs> and not Kirk Cousins? <laughs> Let's be honest here. Yeah. They are the very, quarterback switch. Yeah, they are very, very similar. They kind of look alike. I think that could be seamless. But no, in, in all seriousness, they have to draft a guy because Cousins is 35. So if they sign him, they have to figure out a way to not make it a long-term commitment. Okay, but at the same time, like, you just get in this fight here between the Vikings, like, long-term and short-term. And the short-term, maybe they use this as a springboard, and maybe they do make the playoffs, but are they a Super Bowl team? No. No. No, The ceiling of of Kirk Cousins is the second round. It, It just doesn't feel like this team is built to go to the Super Bowl. That's why I think the perfect world, if you and I could sort of engineer this, we'd send Kirk Cousins to Atlanta with all those weapons, a young team who just wants to make the playoffs, and have Minnesota restart with all their weapons with a younger quarterback. But it's a big ask if you're a 10-win team to be like, all right, and now we're in the market for a quarterback. It's like, well, congratulations, you're going to be picking really late in the first round. So. Yeah, it's a it's a tricky situation. I mean, if they do get in the playoffs, they're going to be the lower seed of the playoffs. They're not going to they're going to sneak in as a wild card. I don't think they're a challenge to Detroit. I was seeing Detroit's five and two. They already have a big jump on them at yep. three and four. But there have been four teams since nineteen ninety who've made it at zero and three. Now that we're in the seventeen game schedule, I think there's going to be more and more teams. You cannot write off teams. We do that way too much. Uh, I think there's a lot of indoor games. I think Kirk, if Kirk can win at night, maybe he's past some threshold, Maggie. Do you think that's the turning point? Finally, I think, a Kirk Cousins primetime big victory? Yeah, I mean, next thing you know, Andy Dalton's going to be winning at night for Carolina. <laughs> get crazy. So yeah. Wentz is going to get a job. Who's gonna, Car- Carson Wentz is going to get a job. <laughs> yeah, right. The whole I, world's going to turn upside down. <laughs> yeah, Carson Wentz is going to get a job and be the best teammate ever. Yeah. <laughs> night is day, day is night. Yeah, that, that'd be a good exercise. What would be the most unexpected things? I mean, last night, I'm still, my mind is blown by what happened last night. Explain to me how the Niners did not get a single sack all night. This is a Niners defense. Remember we were talking about them like the 85 Bears yeah. just three weeks ago? Well, I think at, some, at one point you did have Fred Warner had to leave the game. Yeah. And you did have Drake Greenlaw had to leave the game at one point. So you He's, did have guys who were a little banged up in the game. Yeah, those are great players. Drake yeah. Greenlaw is really emerging. Yeah. I, I just think that this was kind of a fluky loss because Ward had two 50-50 balls. One he intercepted, one he let up for a 60-yard touchdown. I, I still am not quite sure how this all happened last night. I'm going to write it off for Brock Purdy. You see more of, like, he's got to put the team on his shoulders in the fourth quarter, or well, at least play better. If he's going to be in the MVP conversation, again, I'm not taking anything away from the Brock Purdy story. It's great, and it's hard not to be a fan of what he's doing. 
But at the same, I thought the MVP talk around him was always crazy. That is a guy who is benefiting from being in a great system and having good players. And you saw when things aren't exactly perfect, what happens? Like Joey or Nick Bosa, not Joey. Nick Bosa said, we got to learn how to win the grimy games. And that's where if you actually have an MVP caliber quarterback, then he's part of the solution there. And last night, Purdy in the fourth quarter was not part of the solution. He was part of the problem. And he threw two picks and he's got to wear it. Still got great numbers. I mean, yeah. he's gonna he's gonna end the season with really really high passer rating. So the MVP uh, race is kind of crazy now. There's no surefire guy. So he's fifth or sixth in odds still. I think the race is wide open. I, it would be a surprise if he won. But you guys got got guys like Tua, and you got guys like uh, Jalen Hurts and Lamar. Like who knows Patrick how their Mahomes season is still leading. The- I think they're bored of Mahomes. See, I don't think Mahomes gets the voter fatigue. I, because, I, because everyone like acknowledges that he's the best quarterback. So right, but it's is hard he, to give it, have the fatigue. But doesn't he have to keep getting better and better for him to get another MVP? It's like Michael Jordan. Like, what can you do to really stand out? It's a narrative award. And is Patrick Mahomes a story this year? No. I don't think anyone is saying, like, Mahomes because he's just being... And also, his numbers are a little bit down. I don't think everyone's saying Patrick Mahomes is carrying the Chiefs in a new way. Well, I mean, the numbers to Kelsey are up. Because yeah. you said that he's playing better because Taylor Swift's in attendance. That's the thing. That's the story of the Chiefs. It's not Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is just doing his thing. <laughs> oh, it's Taylor Swift is taking too much oxygen yeah. up. She and Kelsey. Yeah, I mean, I, did you, is anyone talking about, wow, I can't believe what Patrick Mahomes is doing this year? He is great. He is, I think he's leading the odds now. I think he just passed to a, after the Dolphins loss. Well, this is what's going to happen. Whenever, just like last year, there was really not a great challenger for Mahomes. So you just give it to Mahomes. It's like the tie goes to the runner. You know, the tie goes, or last night, the tie when when a wide receiver and a corner are locked up for a ball, the tie goes to the wide receiver, right? Like, you will, all things being equal, Mahomes is the guy who will get it. How about this is a year that we give it to a non-quarterback? How, what if Tyreek Hill sets the all-time record? Very, very plausible. I just feel like the voters never do that. They never do Yeah, that. the Heisman didn't go to a wide receiver for many years. Then Devontae Smith came out of nowhere and did it. That's true. Maybe if there's no better candidate or a defensive guy, maybe if Miles Garrett plays like he did on Sunday every week, maybe Miles Garrett gets in there. Something unusual. I know, but they got to win a lot of games for him to be yeah. MVP. Um, if, if they do win, it's going to be because of him. It is all because of him, yeah. So he would get the credit. 855-212-4CBS. Um, you mentioned the Heisman. Let's go to college for a second because... We have a couple questions about big-time college coaches. And the question is, is this it? Think about it. couple college coaches, could this be the last year either at their current school or their last year coaching? All right, EJ's going to throw out a couple names for us. We'll tell you. Let's start in Tuscaloosa with the great Nick Saban. Team has only one loss. He's smoking cigars or chewing mm-hmm. cigars, whatever the hell he's doing. <laughs> yeah. uh, is this it? Okay. Nick Saban. This crossed my mind the other day. Saban is having way too good of a time for yeah. a team that is not this, like, not a shoe-in to win the college football playoff, right? Guys, the smiling, saying he likes riding the roller coaster. This is somebody who's savoring every last yeah. moment because they realize it's going to be gone soon. And I think he's doing these weekly appearances on McAfee show. That he's getting paid for. Sure. Yeah. As he should. Yeah. 
And I think he's looking at this like, hey, this is going to be my last dance here. And then I'm going to go into broadcasting. I'll join college game day. I'm going to join a hit show. I'm going to be great there. I think this is it. I think he gets into a bidding war with Fox and ESPN if he does it. I love your logic there. I think he's also smiling because this is not a Bryce Young-led Alabama. This is a Nick Saban Alabama team. Let's get ugly. Let's win games ugly. They can't really pass the ball consistently. Uh, I did. I riffed him earlier in the season. Can we be honest about that? I said this is done because I thought I was so mad when he benched Jalen Milrow. I couldn't even handle it. Who's like he's my favorite player in college football. You said he was washed. You said he was washed. Yeah. I might, have been, I might have been a little angry, okay, because the team is okay. It is crazy the way they are playing this year. They are hanging around with every team who's terrible and finding a way to win. I'm not sure it can last. I think you're right. I, I think he loves it. I think he's been fascinated with being on TV for a long time, and now it's a perfect chance, and he's pretty good on McAfee. He'd be pretty good in the booth. He's a little, little wooden. I mean, you've been a broadcaster. How do you rate him as a broadcaster? Uh, above average for a coach. Yeah. But, you know, going to have to loosen up a little bit. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just following your lead here. The second you said, I'm like, oh, right, that all makes sense. <laughs> I think this is it. Too many smiles. All right, DJ, who's next? Okay, let's go down to Clemson. What about uh, Dabo Sweeney for the four and three Tigers? Man, well, okay. You're, you're telling people to jump off the bandwagon. That's not a good place to be. Sorry. He's, he's signed up till 2031. I think people lose sight of how ridiculous it is that this dude won two titles in Clemson, South Carolina. Clemson is not Alabama. Clemson is not Florida State or Florida. It's a small school in the corner of South Carolina. They had no right to ever be this good. Dabo has a lifetime there if he wants it. To me, there's no such thing as a hot seat for Dabo Sweeney. Okay, well, then they were cosplaying as a dynasty or close to it because how do you describe the success that they had going from you know, Deshaun Watson to Trevor Lawrence. And, like, you were expecting that you're going to be able to keep that up. Yeah, well, there's a little thing called the transfer portal came along and sort of got it. And Dabo decided not to use it. Right, I mean, that's his fault. He, He's old school. But it doesn't matter because Clemson cannot possibly replace Dabo Sweeney. Okay, I think he's telling people and kind of sending a message when he's saying, hey, maybe we need to lose a few games and jump off the bandwagon. You guys better start appreciating me. And here's the thing. When you start going and taking on the fan base a little bit, like, hey, you know, you should be happy for what we have, not just complaining all the time. That can always be a little bit of a recipe for a coach to get a wandering eye. So, Well, there's only one wandering eye. If the first coach leaves, then is it going to be Dabo? But I'm not sure Alabama is so high on Dabo right now. Uh, I could see him leaving this year. I think it's going to be out after this year. Yeah, um, but but him. Okay, so that's different. You're saying he's leaving. They're I not think gonna... he's leaving. Not that he's getting fired. Okay. I think he's going to leave. Show bet on that one. I do. I don't see that happening. Who's next? Who's next? Okay, let's get to Lincoln Riley down at USC. Is this it? He gone. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it just it seems like. Listen, I'll take the USC insiders. I don't want to put too much stock in just one report, but the reporter did say they vetted it through like three different people that there is some smoke around Lincoln Riley wanting to leave with Caleb Williams wherever he gets drafted. He would like to go coach him in the pros. If Riley is only going to coach till he's 50, if that's true, he's 40 right now. Would you want to try the NFL? Because you can always come back to college if the NFL fails. I hear you. I think he might be killing his NFL job next year. By the way, USC is playing. I'm not sure the right situation comes up. So whoever takes Caleb, I mean, that's a big leap to say that they're also going to want Lincoln Riley. So I I just think the odds of that are great. And if it's not Caleb Williams, I'm not sure Lincoln makes a jump this year. He's got 
you know, he's got other quarterbacks. He's got two good quarterbacks behind Caleb Williams. Obviously, this year is not working out the way they wanted. Their defense is still awful, but there are a lot of good recruits there. I don't think he gets that dream NFL job, and I think he stays. Uh, who's last, EJ? We'll do our last one. Okay, so last here we'll go to Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M. Um, is this it? I have 76.8 million reasons <laughs> that it might not be it. That's the buyout. $76.8 million. I know there's a lot of oil money down there. A&M, I think, is the biggest college in the country. They can afford it. But the only reason that he would possibly stay is that crazy, crazy contract. Obviously, from a football standpoint, it's not working. It's getting worse. I think they would want to move on. But I think the money is going to make them pause. It's a lot of money. But from some little birdies and some tweets, not tweets literally, but like some chatter was that mega donors in the Texas A&M fan base had already come to grips with the fact that they were going to have to eat some of this money, that there's no way Jimbo's going to finish out this contract. And that's sort of when you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound. Okay, if I'm going to pay half of it, why not pay it all? You know, if you know you're going to move on from him, you've sort of made the decision. It's going to be when, not if. Do you just bite the bullet? And then whoever you're paying next, you're not giving them $100 million or whatever. Maybe. Well, who do you want to replace him? I mean, do you want Lincoln Riley? Deion Sanders? Yeah, I mean, I think you're going to have to you're going to have to go pay $77 million to him, then you'll probably pay a $150 million contract to Deion. That sounds expensive. What about Dabo Sweeney? Guy we talked about earlier. Also expensive? I don't see the connection there, but I hear you. I mean, listen, if Jimbo former Saban guy, Dabo former Saban guy, uh, yeah, that feels You guys are that makes some sense, but it's remember, a, lot of, it's a lot of money. And by the way, why would Dion go to A&M? Like what why does he want that situation? Lots of money. I think he he's looking at Colorado saying, I can do whatever I want here, and I'm going to win the Big 12. I'm not sure Dion wants to go into the sort of subpar SEC program there. I would not, I would tell Dion, I would warn him. I'm like, I don't know if you're set no, up for success like, at A&M. I think that one's subpar SEC program is another guy's sleeping giant because you, can, you have all the NIL money in the world. You can actually recruit. The talent is there. They just are not being coached up. I just oh, don't I don't. Want- <laughs> I'm not sure that's entirely true. They're not being coached. So Dion thinks he can X and O in a way that Jimbo and his staff can't. No, but I mean, can't you say that Jimbo Fisher is totally underachieved with guy? They're getting the four stars and the five stars. Yeah, he's underachieved, but Jimbo has a national title under his belt. To say that he's a terrible coach is on, the, on that standard just seems a little off to me. It's not working in A&M, but I wonder if there are other reasons it's not working in A&M. Just a full program. I mean, are those five-star players playing well? No. Yes, EJ. I was going to say, I just think Dion is too cool to be at College Station, Texas. Yeah, that that's, feels that's like the off. only thing for me. Like, that, that's cool, and it's a, it's a certain cultural fit. Uh, I know Dion has made Boulder kind of the, you know, cultural USA yeah. <laughs> a capital for college football. But, I mean, that taking College Station and making it that, that seems like a stretch even I can't see. He's made it Hollywood in Boulder, Colorado. Right. I don't, that's, a, that's an easy flight. To get down to Houston, you know, you fly to Houston, then you got to drive 60 minutes to College Station. I don't see it happening You're saying either. the vibes are off. I feel vibes like definitely not immaculate. I tell you, <laughs> if Shark <laughs> left Texas, then I could see Dion loving Austin. He could turn Austin into a new Hollywood. I, I don't see a great fit. I mean, there is obviously some logic here. I like your line about Sleeping Giant. Dion could turn this, but you really can't out-recruit everybody in the SEC. I like where he's in the Big 12. He's going to be in the playoff every year there. Well, that's if he stays at Colorado, but that's a whole other situation. We'll get to that when we do our Daily Dion, which is coming up. 
just a little bit later on in the show. Thank you guys so much. Okay, we've got some big, bad, bold takes for you coming up next. What are we talking about? You'll find out in just moments. It's Maggie and Pearl off CBS Sports Radio. The Defensive Player of the Week is sponsored by the Navy Federal Credit Union, who proudly serves the Armed Forces, DOD, veterans, and their families. Their members are the mission. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Okay, this is a ridiculous week for Defensive Player of the Week. I understand EJ picked it. It is so obviously one player on the Cleveland Browns and Miles Garrett. The dude actually flew over the line. Yeah. He took flight like a bird <laughs> and blocked a field goal. Big bird. So, but if I'm EJ and I'm picking the defensive player of the week, I'm going against a grain and doing something not obvious. So I think it's not Miles Garrett. That's your guess? Not I, Miles Garrett? Not Miles Garrett. I will go instead. Well, you, well, what TJ do you think? TJ Watt would probably be the other standout defensive performance. Yeah, he was pretty darn good. Um, yes, I'm just going the field. The field is the defensive <laughs> player of the week because it's not Miles Garrett. Wait, was Miles Garrett last week's defensive player of the week? Too? He might have been. I think he Bilotti won. picked it last week, right? No, EJ did. Oh, yeah, I did. No, I did Bryce Huff last oh, week. Oh, right. Jets. Oh, Homer yeah, pick. that was ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sack and a half against your Eagles. That was obvious, actually. Good player. One of the best weeks of, of the season. Um, oh, oh what, how about last night? Cameron. Uh, oh, Bynum. R- Bynum. Yeah. With the two picks on Purdy. Could hmm. be last night's pick. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm going with Garrett. Yeah, I'm going with the field. Uh, this week's defensive player of the week is Cameron Bynum oh. of the Minnesota Oh Vikings. yes, another win for me. So he got <laughs> uh, he got he had two picks in last night's game, including the game sealer. And I'm picking Bynum also because he did the worm yes. after yes. the interceptions, and it was a fantastic worm. And as a wrestling fan, shout out to Sky Tuhati of Too Cool back in the day. Hitting the worm like that after those picks and all those pads, very impressive stuff. By okay, Bynum. I think I got a show. We got a challenge here. Mm-hmm. Who amongst us can do the worm? I will fail at that. I'm out. You <laughs> can't be out. I'm out. I, I, don't think I, I remember out is... trying when I was like in middle school and everybody laughing at me, realizing that's clearly something I'm not good at. Man, I got a story where one of my friends is a great dancer, just like hit it in college once when no one was expecting it. Just, you know, too many drinks all of a sudden on the dance floor and she's doing the worm at the bar. And I'm like, I can do that. Oh, it's so bad. So glad cell phone cameras were not around for freshman year. Um, I think we have to do a worm off. Yeah, I'm not. I'm out. I'm with Bilotti. Go ahead. Have fun. Is, is it Sounds like you are dying to do the worm. Maggie? Maggie, this one's yeah. on you. Just do it, Maggie. It's fine. Focus. Yeah. You, you're acting like you're exempt. Oh, I am. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right. I'm going to have to put it out over to WFAN and everyone else. Who can do the worm around here? Oh, great. I also, see do you have to go forwards or backwards with the worm? It's usually well, backwards. Right? Well, normally you go forwards. I think the guys that are more women that are most skilled, if they, you can do it backwards. I think that's like showing off them. That's like backwards. your I feel like backwards expert. would be easier. See, I push think that away, would be harder. Push away. Oh, I guess so. I don't know. I, I, would, I, know if I, tr- I know if I'm trying it, I'm going to try to go forwards doing this. <laughs> I'm not going to try to do anything backwards that I already know is probably going to end poorly. <laughs> no, what dance I like this week was Tyreek Hill doing the fish on a line. Did you guys see that dance? It's oh, similar no. to the worm. Like pull you in? Yeah, no, no. He was hook? flopping in the end zone like he had just been caught. I had no <laughs> idea what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> no, he was a fish. Yeah, yeah. I realize it now. But Interpretive like, dance. See, that I could do. I think I could do the flopping fish. I can't do the worm. I'm not even going to try that so one. So we're just going to do a Maggie and Perloff show touchdown celebration. Yeah, I mean, this is a bad, interception. I, this is a bad idea. I mean, I think you saw Mac Jones do the gritty. Like, there's certain dances that just should not be done 
Well, you did the gritty for Justin Jefferson yeah, in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was bad. That, the, the gritty became such a cliche, the fact that I did it. So the <laughs> worm is, that's interesting. If one of us could do the worm, that'd be cool. The worm's like classic. The gritty's like a fad that stuck around way too long. Yeah, Gasecki did it when he scored the game-winning yeah. touchdown again. The yeah, no, Mac Jones. Ever, Mac Jones kind of ran over him and grittied with him, and it was just, it was very, very sad. In fact, I almost wanted to take the win away from the Patriots. <laughs> All right, credit EJ going with the touch, with the interception celebration is a reason. that is, I'm down for that kind of logic. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, look, Miles Garrett had an unbelievable game, and look, those are the kind of games he's been having all season, but he didn't hit the worm yeah. twice. <laughs> so, shout out to Cam Bynum. Hey, next time we'll do the Cabbage Patch. Uh, Bogus is here with some headlines. Good morning. Good morning again, guys. Uh, they lost all three home games and returned to Houston facing elimination. Then the Rangers took game six of the ALCS in a route and kept hitting to start game seven. Here's the 1-0 pitch to Seager. A swing and a high drive. Well hit right field. That has hit a mile. That ball is history. A mammoth home run for Corey Seager into the upper wow. deck. And the Rangers grab a one nothing lead in the top of the first. Courtesy of Rangers Radio Texas tacked on two more in that first inning to knock out Christian Javier before the frame was over. Bruce Bochy very thankful for that Seager swing. He hit that home run. That's as much emotion as I, I mean. He does show emotion, but I mean, he really showed it when he came in. He fired up the whole club. So I agree that that seemed like it just got us going and it got contagious. Especially with Adolis Garcia, who clubbed two more homers, drove in five, his 15 RBI, a single series record. The Rangers cruising into their first World Series in 12 years, 11-4. This is the second seven-game series ever without the home team winning once. The Astros on the wrong side of both, and now their manager contemplates his future, but Dusty Baker was not going to discuss that last night. I'm not that kind of dude. I, I don't want to steal a spotlight or anything from these guys. You know, I mean, you got to savor what we did. You got to think about how, how we can get better, and then I'll evaluate um, my situation and in my life. One report says Baker has already told people he will retire this winter. Ooh. I have a question. Can you steal someone's spotlight after you lose? So <laughs> I, I, well, so that leads me to believe that he's retiring because yeah. that would have then been, been the, the story. story. Right. So, right. so, yeah, I mean, there is no spotlight, but I think he just meant like the stories need to be about me going home tonight. It's about our, our great yeah. season that unfortunately is over. Not but, like A-Rod signing a contract in the middle of game five of the World Series. Correct. Well, Ron LeBron did this uh, yeah. during the during the Western Conference Finals where, you know, they got swept and he's talking about, oh, I might retire. And a lot of people said that. That was him taking the yeah. spotlight. That was from the Nuggets. I don't know if people really talked about the Lakers, but like that's, I, I wonder if Dusty even thought about that when he made that comment because as soon as he said that, I immediately went to LeBron. Well, I think LeBron was also trying to shield the fact that the Lakers just got swept. Right, exactly. I mean, and obviously it's not true because yesterday he dropped a <laughs> headphone commercial where he insinuates that he doesn't want to just play with Bronny, who's a freshman in college. He wants to play with Bryce, who's like a sophomore in high school. <laughs> yeah, and that's his like uh, yeah. stiff arm for Rob Palenka too, always like, I might just go home. So get, oh, me, yeah. get me the friends I want for next year's team. Uh, we need to make a show policy. What's that? Are we going to be the kind of show 
now that we're in the mornings. It's going to make fun if it's the Diamondbacks and the Rangers of that matchup and how Rob Manfred is losing sleep over this. Are we going to do that? Because I'm down for that. If anyone wants to make fun of this matchup. Is this you taking the spotlight away from the Phillies and deflecting <laughs> off well, of what I'm would just be saying, very if, disappointing? You're only game gonna... seven in the history of your franchise and you would have lost. Well, it. I just think happen. that Rob Manfred is going to be in the home plate umpire's ear saying that's that's a ball on Bryce Harper. Like I, I think the MLB is panicking a little because the Diamondbacks are an 84-win team out of nowhere. The Rangers are a bunch of sort of free agents collected. There's just no mojo with this team. Okay, so here's what's really at stake in this Game 7. If you want to talk real talk, the power of the Philadelphia crowd. Because Mm. you just saw the Astros lose at home, all those games. Like, you're talking about a Game 7 first ever in history. You're talking about the Phillies are the most likable team ever. Philly crowds getting tons of respect because of how loud the ballpark has been. If you lose this Game 7... Philly crowd theory goes belly. I up. totally disagree. You guys will be shocked at the speed which which they move on to the Eagles. It'll be <laughs> We're not. That, I mean, the Diamondbacks will not even be able to pop the champagne before every single person in that crowd is thinking about the uh, buyer at safety. This is a <laughs> Eagles town. I'm telling you, the Phillies are playing pure house money. It's because they you guys don't do. ever process your feelings, and you end up throwing batteries uh-huh. at Santa Claus. There are no feelings. Talk, you got to you got to mourn it. Very this well. is just this is an extra present on Christmas that the Phillies are deep in the in the playoffs. Oh, this is gosh. not important to any. So what you're it s- is deeply not important. This is not wearing, wearing a Phillies hat. A Phillies hat. Yeah. Exactly. What are we I talking about? I'm into it. I, I'm too nervous to watch tonight, but it's so easy. It's this not is, New. You guys no. know New York. New York cares about baseball. Philly could care no. less. You right, are that, you are preemptively trying to guard yourself no. for the feelings of eventual letdown that could happen tonight, and it's not working. We can see right through it because. When the Eagles lost the Super Bowl, Proloff was there at the game and then came back the next day, took the red eye, and was like, it's not that big of a deal. I that, got the Phillies. It's almost spring yeah, right. training. It, it's spring training. We love right baseball the in Philadelphia. <laughs> you just do this. Well, that was a joke. But, I mean, come on. <laughs> do you really think if you put a truth detector or a lie detector on a Philly fan and you said, I'll give you the Eagles in the NFC title game or the Phillies win it all, 80% are picking the Eagles to go to the NFC title well, we're game. We're talking about uh, tomorrow. Right now. No, I'm telling yes. you. What's there gonna, is, how are they going to feel tomorrow? There's, they're not serious baseball fans. And I say Broads that with love. Wow. wow. They're just not. I mean, David Sampson, the Marlins president, who said this is a bandwagon town. Yes, of course it's a bandwagon Phillies town. Do you ever talk to anyone from Philly? Nobody's wearing a JT Riamulto jersey to a wedding. They're wearing Brian Dawkins jerseys. It is a football town to the core. What kind of heathens wear any jersey to a wedding? Oh, Brian Dawkins jerseys is formal wear in Philly. (laughs) Fill them in, (laughs) Weddings, funerals. Disgusting. You can wear Brian Dawkins jerseys anywhere. It's totally acceptable. I mean, seriously, did you ever hear me talk about the Phillies three years ago when they had 81 wins? Because they sunk. How about this? Then if you are not going to care if they lose the first ever Game seven, then you are not allowed to celebrate tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Or talk yourself as this great home field advantage. You, you are, can't do either of those you, things. You're banned from talking about the Phillies tomorrow if they win. Okay. I mean, has it played out that that was there any home field advantage? Okay, fine. That's fine. I don't care. I can I talk you, about the Eagles? You don't get to celebrate. That's totally fine because first of all, I I'm, want to win a championship. I'm not going to celebrate an NLCS. This team is a championship or bust. They lost in the World championship Series last year. Why are they celebrating? You don't care at all. Well, I'm just saying that beating the Diamondbacks would not be that great. Achievement. You guys think you can get to me? I'm impervious on the Phillies losing. Because there's you just nothing. Keep moving the goalposts. Yeah, right. There's nothing. You're trying to be this moving target about whether you care about the team. Honestly, You're you guys banned. are really reading Philadelphia wrong. This is like the the JV team winning a title. This Here's is a Philadelphia look, Eagles town. Look, look, Philly. The, the Phillies let 
the Diamondbacks play in this series. They let them win three games uh, because they really don't care about it. it. This is about the Eagles. So, so if the Phillies win, it's okay. It's great, wonderful. But if they don't, oh, it's great too. So no, nobody's crying if the Phillies win the World Series. If Everybody you, in that town is crying if the Eagles when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, they win another one. Okay, you, this is the emotional bind that sort of makes Philadelphia Philadelphia. Then you are a fraudulent sports town. And honestly, I feel I feel bad for and it's crazy to say this, but I feel bad for the Mike Schmitz, for the Jimmy Rollins, for all these great Philadelphia legends. Wow. 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 Back then that was a different that's a different thing. Oh, this I'm is saying, no, that's the organization. That's like me no, saying, but that's like me saying I don't care about the Knicks and then you're saying, well what about Clyde Frazier? Like, well I was back in the day. Like no, no but you this is all those guys. Twenty twenty three baseball used to matter. Now that it doesn't matter it's, but it's all supposed football. to matter for you right. when you're a fan of the team. And last week you were telling us this, this beautiful connection between <laughs> Bryce Harper and the fans. What fans? Yeah. What's the connection that if nobody cares what are the great moments Bryce Harper's Philadelphia career when he shows up at the Eagles games. I mean, this is, first of all, I'm now clumping all together. They're all basically Eagles fans. The Eagles were at the game last night. It's just not the same. It's not the most important team in the city. That's the fact of the matter. And You're, don't anyone in New York calling us a fraudulent fan base is ridiculous. New York, by definition, is a fraudulent fan base because it's split in two because they have two teams. It's not their fault. But this is one of the worst sports out fraudulent. Oh, it's such a front-running fraudulent sports. It's such a fraudulent fraudulent Jet fan, they're fraudulent. Yeah. They literally picked the worst side. Or front-runners. <laughs> Do you know how America hates New York fans even more than Philadelphia Good. fans? Fine. Because they're... Because we own it. You have oh, so wait. many fraudulent teams, I too. Think, I Honestly, I think that poll would be closer yeah. than you think. Well, I mean, there are the Knicks, though. They are Listen, they are disliked. I think that if you put up a poll, who's the more disliked sports town, New York or Philly? I oh, think maybe you are. Right. With the last ten minutes of your you're right, meandering you're right. defense of your town. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get some more headlines in. Enough about uh, uh, Philly. New where York. were we? Oh yeah, the Rangers will host Game One of the World Series on Friday. No matter who wins this meaningless Game oh, Seven in Philly tonight. By the way, if you think there's a town that doesn't care about baseball and cares more about football. Watch when the Rangers win this World Series. Again, stop redirecting yes. other places. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, that is worth Megaplex, whatever it's called. If there is a Cowboys practice on TV, that will get more ratings than a Rangers World Series That's game. fine. They don't tout themselves like you guys do. They're Nobody's touting the... Okay, go ahead. Uh, the D-backs forced this game seven with yesterday's 5-1 win. Three of those runs coming in the third when Tommy Pham and Lourdes Gurriel went back-to-back off Aaron Nola. Game seven starting just after 8 Eastern with Rangers Suarez and Brandon Fott on the mound. Blame whomever you want, but this happened too much for the Niners in Minnesota on Monday Night Football. Purdy, back to pass him and he needs to sack him. He loops it over the middle. Intercepted! Yes! The Vikings! And Cam Bynum has a two-interception night. Paul Allen on Vikings Radio Cam. Bynum picking off Brock Purdy twice in the last five and a half minutes. Christian McCaffrey also losing a fumble, fueling a surprising 22-17 Niner loss to the Vikings. San Francisco did play without Debo Samuel and Trent Williams, but neither of them are defenders. Kirk Cousins threw for 378 yards, was in sacked. And as you've heard this morning, his unit was 8 for 13 on third down. Three years and $186 million ain't bad, but it could have been four years 
and 234 mil a year from now. But Giannis not waiting, signing the shorter, poorer extension with the Bucks yesterday. <laughs> there is also a player option for the 27-28 campaign. Giannis Adarumbo. and the NCAA reportedly expecting a delivery soon of stadium surveillance footage showing Connor Stallions or one of his minions filming sidelines from their seats in the crowd. The infamous Michigan football staffer apparently bought tickets for over 30 games at 11 different venues over the last three seasons. He usually used his own name, sometimes transferring the tickets to somebody else to do the alleged sign stealing. Guys, back to you. You know, I don't care about the NCAA, but what if the Big Ten said Michigan can't go to the title game? That would would be... But even if, if Michigan beats Ohio State and doesn't go to the Big Ten title game, then does it matter? I think they could still be in the Final Four. Oh, I don't know, Because that Big Ten title game is is usually not great. I think they're still in divisions in the Big Ten, so they'll play, like, the Wisconsin version. Correct, yeah. Yeah. So I I think you could still get in. Is is that where we're headed, to some really serious ramifications? We know how these punishments work. Michigan will get punished in the year 2050. (laughs) Yeah. Remember that weird thing? Like, meanwhile, Ah. Connor Stallions is probably working for the Patriots at that point. Yeah. But... Yeah. yeah, this is not going to happen defense. right away. Just like know? that that brutal Jim Harbaugh. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Three or four game suspension against it, like Akron, Youngstown State, Rutgers. Yeah, the self ban. Yeah, it, it's... Um... They're going to take away two scholarships in the year 2036. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, Jim Harbaugh will be on his fourth NFL team by yeah. the time they, they get the penalties. Meanwhile, okay, Bogish, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Coming up, oh, Deion Sanders spent his bye week in a very interesting way. I could give you 100 guesses. You would not have picked this, I promise. We'll get to that next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. New morning show on CBS Sports Radio. Thank you to all of our CBS Sports Radio affiliates who want to watch the show, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio or twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Let's get to our Daily Dion. Daily. Do you believe in that? Dion. You believe in that? This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. 
Colorado on a bye Perloff after the stunning loss to Stanford. So how does Deion Sanders blow off some steam? Wasn't expecting this. That guy went to the country a couple of, uh, I bought a couple of, uh, what's the little things that you, you get into? Side by sides? Side by sides. They're really fast. They're really, really fast. Okay. We think that he's talking about ATVs. He's calling them side-by-sides, but we think they're ATVs. Got it. I mean, yeah, it, Dion is obviously from Georgia, right? And Or no, he's Florida. from Florida. Yeah. But he has a lot of Texas in him. Where's that cowboy? I feel like that's a big Texas ranch thing, riding an ATV. Honestly, I just didn't take Dion for an ATV guy. I think he's pretty country. No, but that's kind of... It, it's a little dangerous, quite frankly, for his age and his health situation where it's like hard oh. for him to get through games just standing on the sideline. I didn't think he'd be one to ATV. Really? Oh, that's the mom in you. Maybe. <laughs> like, hey. Those things are dangerous. Guys. And Dion's lifetime, you think that ranks up with the dangerous things he's probably done? The dude was on the Cowboys in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. I, I thought it was funny that when uh, when he talked about it, eventually, you know, someone in, in the crowd asked him, how much did it cost? And he's like, oh, 20-something. And Travis Hunter says, never mind. And he's like, you have NIL money, sir. You can buy these. Does he have $20,000 <laughs> in NIL money? He, he said, I mean. Travis Hunter's got a got, well over yeah, a million. Yeah, he, he could definitely spend that. I know, but good on him. He's not buying ATVs. This is a showcase showdown here. I mean, it's uh, like his savings probably, hopefully. Yeah. Dion said he was being smart. He said, remember that when uh, your family starts to ask you for money later in your career. Yeah, By right. the way, do you guys see the spread and the money line on this game? It's uh, UCLA's 17-point favorite, and it's a plus 625 money line. I like that. I mean, is UCLA, I know UCLA's defense is really good, but this seems a little rich. I, I know we, Vegas doesn't know how to bet on the buffs, but I understand they're struggling. 17 points against UCLA, who can't do anything on offense? Where's the game? It's in UCLA. Yeah, that's probably it. I still, I don't know. I feel like Colorado, maybe are we, it, it's such a pendulum. Are we already too far down on them? We got way too high on them. Now we're getting down on them again? Well, a loss to Stanford will do that to you. Um, <laughs> yes. So <laughs> we kind of have to, we're in wait and see mode now uh, for Colorado. That's interesting, though. It's a pretty big spread. Can I make like, uh, I don't want to say I'm patting myself on the back for this. I'm definitely not. I'm just noticing that I might have been the first person in history to pull off a certain achievement. Like, honestly, I feel like the Guinness Book people should find out about this. We should tell them, and I might get, like, a certificate or something. Wow. What did you do? I am willing to bet anything that I'm the only person in, in the history of the human race who walked into a Costco, mm. did not purchase a single item, and walked out. And you have a membership. I have a membership. I'm on my mom's membership. Nothing anyway, I have Nothing membership. stood out to you? There wasn't a great deal on sponges? Nothing jumped out to you. There was a hundred great deals. You didn't, you didn't buy a churro? I didn't buy a churro. One dollar hot dog for your yeah. kid? Yeah, I didn't also buy like a shrimp platter or a battery-operated bike. I didn't buy a shower curtain or a mattress. I didn't buy anything. Everything was there was on sale. I could have gotten a Christmas tree. I mean, anything. I didn't get anything, and I walked out. Why not? I think I'm the first person in history who's ever walked in and walked out and not bought anything. What happened? Why didn't you buy anything? There's great deals all over the place. You want to know what? I got overwhelmed. It's oh. too much in there. Lights were too bright for Maggie. Oh, I, I just shrunk. I was like Brock Purdy in the fourth quarter last night, just throwing bombs <laughs> and picks everywhere. I didn't uh, know what I, mean, I was seeing. 
I mean, Jawan Jennings did run the running right. You get what I'm talking about. No, that's a little different. I was just totally, I I couldn't get my bearings. Like, it's how do you process all of that? I mean, you have to go in a game time mode. I like to, I get there early because in Brooklyn, it opens at nine o'clock. So everyone's in their car because otherwise you can't get a parking spot. I put on a hype music and I get fired up. And then when you get in there, you have to use NASCAR principles with your cart. <laughs> yeah. And the oh, Brooklyn yeah. one, you gotta, you gotta, you can't be afraid of contact with the carts, Maggie. Wow! Like you gotta be, you gotta be aggressive. Otherwise, you get stuck, you know, in the laundry detergent aisle and you can't get to the good stuff. Okay. You know what I'm talking First about, all, EJ? Oh yeah, I'm a big Costco guy, and it's not. Look, you gotta be built different to shop at Costco. <laughs> and Maggie, maybe you come with me and Andrea. We'll, we'll we'll get you some stuff and we'll show you how show you the ropes. How about this? Can I just get like a road map? Can anything be labeled? Like nothing no, nothing's labeled in any of the aisles. I'm I'm flying <laughs> blind out there. And also, you talk about having the NASCAR mentality with the carts. I couldn't even get the cart just like I had to just abandon the cart. It's a huge cart. It's a huge cart. Yeah. Nothing was in it. And I just left it. Yeah, I mean, that, that's you fine. found a cart. I mean, the, the one in Queens, like, good luck getting a cart. Even that's no, a whole well, I live in the suburbs. So I'm deep suburbs. So, like, the parking, the cart, that's not okay. the issue. I, I'm fine with that. I don't have to do anything on the way in. It's just once I get in there, all of a sudden I was so disoriented. And the lines are super long. So I can't just walk with, out with, like, socks. And I'm going to wait on the line that's, oh, like, basically a, a football field long. Such a great bargain on socks, though. It would be so awkward to go up to that little guy or person who, you know, does the marker on your receipt yeah. and you just sees one <laughs> bundle yeah. of socks. Yeah, yeah. They, that guy probably would think you're a weirdo. That they guy who marks check my pockets, re- probably. Like, no way you're just walking out of here with socks, lady. I don't understand. So they check your receipt when you're walking out of Costco. They mark it to see that you don't have anything that's not supposed to. I have 40 items in there. They never they never even yeah, look at it. that's all for show. I, I think it's definitely just one of those things where it's like, oh, if you see yeah. a receipt that has two things and you have a whole cart, they realize yeah. something's wrong. Or if the person looks super suspicious, like they're looking down in a way or something. No, like To me, it's like the equivalent of having a sticker that says you have a like alarm yeah, yeah. system at your house, but you don't really have the alarm system. Yeah, like you're absolutely. paying for the sticker <laughs> to kind of deter people. It's like someone's going to stand here at the door to deter people from trying people to People I know do that. What, the sticker? Yeah. yeah. People I know do that. Don't say who. I'm not going to say who. I have a solution, Maggie, Mortgage? and it might help you too, EJ. Online Costco is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. I, everything you can get there, you can have shipped to your house and avoid the chaos. But I can't get the hot... Warm churro, oh, yeah, or the hot dog, or like, the four dollar rotisserie chicken. Yeah, like like that. Okay, that, those are that's what, what the Costco the trip is about. What about the samples? For me, ever since you know when I really became addicted to Costco when I couldn't get toilet paper during the pandemic, I'm like I am never gonna let toilet paper run out again. <laughs> I have, I actually have a closet full of Costco toilet paper. <laughs> it's you, <laughs> you are hoarding the toilet paper. Uh, coming up. Brock Purdy throws those two picks in the fourth quarter, but as the clock striking midnight on the young QB, we'll get to that next. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.